This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. Thank you for joining us today. If you have not yet partnered with Father Matters, would you please consider becoming a Father Matters partner? The Father Matters show is listener supported in all Father Matters programs and services are free to the community because of your generous donations. For more information about donating to Father Matters, log on to fathermatters.org and click the donate to Father Matters icon. This April, this what another week and a half or so from now, we have a very important, powerful conference coming up called the National Children of Incarcerated Parents Conference. And it is April 14th through the 17th. And my special guest today is Melinda Borucki. Did I say that right? You Melinda? got it. You got Melinda. it. Good job. Melinda Borucki, ASU Center for Child Wellbeing. Melinda, welcome to the Father Matters Show. Thank you so much for having us. We appreciate uh, the opportunity to be here. Yes, I am so excited about you being here today. And I want to thank you in advance for my awesome gift, free bag you gave me, the ASU Center for Child Wellbeing bag full of ASU stuff, and I appreciate it. My daughter is going to love it. We love school spirit. Yes. Up. You have this conference coming up eight, uh, April 14th through the 17th called the National Children of Incarcerated Parents Conference. Please tell me a little bit. First, before we even get into the conference, why this conference? Why a conference like this now? Well, many people don't realize that... Um, Children with incarcerated parents is an epidemic in this country. There are over two and a half million children nationally that have experienced parental incarceration. Um, And though we don't have 100% firm numbers in Arizona, the estimate is about 138,000 children in Arizona with an incarcerated parent. And just to give you a little bit of a picture, um, to put that number into a little bit of context, you could fill Chase Field three times with the amount of children who have parents who are incarcerated, or um, you could fill uh, the Arizona Cardinals Stadium two times with those children. So that is a lot of children in Arizona and nationally that are experiencing having a parent incarcerated. Um, And obviously an incarcerated parent um, is an adverse childhood experience, an ACE, um, and that's one of the 10 items of ACE. Um, And the higher a person's ACE score, Um, they're more likely to experience behavioral problems. So this is an epidemic, and it's something that needs to be addressed. Now, when you say ACE score, what is ACE? ACE is an Adverse Childhood Experience, and there are um, 10 of them, and uh, one of them is incarcerated parents. And so anyone with a high ACE score is more likely to experience behavioral problems, um, smoking and substance abuse, or develop um, chronic health conditions. Teen pregnancy. Teen pregnancy. Domestic violence. themselves, uh, uh, Teen dating violence. Correct. You know, and, and I'm, I'm excited that we're talking about this show today because at, at, at Father Matters, we, we work with a large incarcerated population. And we love them because you see people who just want another chance, another opportunity. Right. And you're, you're not working with what they've done or who, you know, you're working with their heart. Right. You know, and a lot of times they just feel uh, dropped. They feel left to the side. Yeah. And that's why we started our reentry program, our job club program, our parenting 
uh, services that we provide to the reentry population. I'm loving this. And we know the epidemic. Uh, you, you say more children in the U.S. experience parental incarceration than those with juvenile diabetes and autism. Right. It's a, it's a high number. I mean, and it's not something that anybody really thinks about. And it's not really something that anybody really talks about. It's not like if your daughter has a friend, she's going to come home and broadcast the fact that her parents are incarcerated or her mother's incarcerated yeah. or she's being taken care of by an aunt or a grandparent. A foster parent. Or she's in foster care. Right. It's not. It, it's There's a lot of shame attached to it. And so um, what a conference like this does, it brings together all of these different silos, um, Department of Justice, obviously, uh, Department of Child Services, mm-hmm. social workers, education field. Um, it brings together all of these silos, and that's actually the theme this year, um, is elevating voices out of the silos, because so many people want to do something, but they might only live within their own silo, and they don't know that there are other people in other silos that are also trying to help children of incarcerated parents. And so if they all get together in a room together, right. and I'm from DOJ, and you're a social worker, and you say, Man, what can you do to help, you know, this student that I have who has a parent who's incarcerated and the shame that she feels and, um, you know, all of these issues that she has. We can all come together and talk about it together and problem solve. But not only that, Melinda, we find out that we end up working with the same. I call them customers. I don't call them client. Correct. Uh, participant. I, I say customer. We end up working with the same customer anyway. A lot yeah. of times we get referred from agencies that, oh, CPS centers or DES. Oh, well, Father Matters sent them over here. ASU. Oh, okay. So right. that's why I love this platform so we can put a face to the name. Right. And the other great thing about this conference is that we do have a lot in the faith-based community that like to attend because most people don't think about it. But um, when you're in your church and you're at, at services on a Sunday, you go, might go to your pastor. Pastor, you know, my son is incarcerated or my father right. is incarcerated or my brother. And they're usually the first touch point of somebody that can help them and direct them into, right. into the various services. And so it is a really great opportunity for the faith community to come out and really learn about all the research that's being done and the conversations that are being held. And so it's really a conference for anyone um, that deals with children who might have incarcerated parents. If you are a social worker, if you are a teacher, if you uh, are in the faith community, um, if you are Department of Justice, Department of Child Services, Department of Economic Security, there are so many places that touch incarceration and have children with incarcerated parents that um, this conference is really for so many people. Right. You're listening to the Father Matters Show with Vance Sims, and my guest today is Melinda Buryaki. Did I say that right? Buryaki. Buryaki. ASU. She is the Communications and Events Manager for ASU Center for Child Well-Being. Listening to you speak right now, Melinda, the passion that you have for this. Why are you personally so passionate about this? You know, it's really interesting. Um, When I came to ASU, I moved here from Chicago. Some people might catch the accent. Um... I really wanted to um, work in some manner that touched children and their well-being. My husband and I are in the process of trying to adopt, and so we went through a lot of the same um, certifications that foster care goes through because it's kind of um, housed within the same area. And so when I had uh, the opportunity to take this position, I thought, what better way to kind of help from the back end the children that I'm hoping to help in the front end in my 
you know, in welcoming them into our home. And so it was a really great match for me personally. And obviously now that I'm here working with Dr. Kreisick, working with the amazing people that are in our center, we're all so deeply passionate. And yes. um, having this platform is really, it's a love letter for us of all of the great things that can be done if you take care of a child from the That's beginning. Right. Now, this is April 14th through the 17th at the Renaissance Downtown Hotel. Correct. How would someone register if they, they want to be a, uh, a particip- to participate in this conference? They can go to childwellbeing.asu.edu slash CIP. C is in cat, I is in ice cream, P is in parent. That's actually children of incarcerated parents. Um, childwellbeing.asu.edu slash CIP. And is it a fee? To participate, there is a fee. Um, it's a four hundred dollar registration fee per person. Per person, okay. yes. Um, and we did just close out of our early bird, but if they are from the show, I will give you a coupon code that you can utilize, um, and they can register still at early bird price. So, how would they get that coupon? I will give it to you right now. Your coupon okay. code would be Father Matters nineteen. Father Matters 19. So even though registered early bird already closed because we're about a week and a, a little about a week away. Um, Father Matters what? 19. Father Matters 19. And you can get a discount. You can Dis- get it for $375. So you will still get the early bird rate. Yeah. And, and what I'm loving about this agencies and organizations and, and, and church services, churches, they do need to register for this because it is powerful. We, 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 I got some powerful questions we're going to do in the back end of this show, but we got a commercial coming up. So you're listening to the Father Matters Show with Vance Sims. And today's guest is Melinda Boryaki. Boraki With an R. Melinda <laughs> Boraki, ASU Center for Child Wellbeing. We're going to hear more from Melinda after this. Are you seeking employment? Then come to the Father Matters Re-Entry Job Club every Thursday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. at 3146 East Weir Avenue in Phoenix. Bring a copy of your resume and be dressed to impress. Guest presenters every week, including industry experts, training providers, and will cover topics specific to ex-offenders. To register, go to fathermatters.org or call 602-774-3298. Helping the community by helping each other. Welcome back to the Father Matters Show. If you're just tuning in, you can catch the top of the show at fathermatters.org. Also catch the Father Matters Show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time by logging on to blogtalkradio.com or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. Melinda, we're going to be at the Renaissance Downtown Hotel. Why did you guys pick that place and location in that date and time? Um, well, April is natu- National Reentry Month. So wow, I didn't even know that. You did not know that. Yes, uh, April is National Reentry Month. So there are a lot of reentry activities that are occurring in the Phoenix area wow. um, during the month of April. You can actually check the Burton Bar Library website. Um, they have quite a few of them listed. Um, and we chose the, re- the Renaissance Phoenix Downtown Hotel because of its proximity to uh, ASU. And obviously, they have beautiful facilities. It's gorgeous. Um, we do have uh, some keynotes that I would like to touch on. This is what I want because I'm looking at the flyer right now. Please 
tell us about, you have three keynote speakers? We have three keynote tell speakers. Tell us, tell us, tell and, us. And um, we are super excited. Um, Rudy Valdez, who is okay. the director of HBO's The Sentence, his sister was incarcerated um, for a minimum, I think it's called a minimum sentence requirement. Okay. Um, and so while she was in jail, he took care of all three of mm-hmm her children and so he did a documentary on their experience of having a parent incarcerated it won at the sundance film wow. festival so he's coming he's our main uh he's our main keynote um on wednesday night okay. we also have a fabulous uh documentary photographer is isadora kozofsky okay and i hope i didn't butcher her name she's actually given a ted talk before and she does a photo documentary on the moment of separation so when you are visiting your parent and your parent is incarcerated that moment where they're called back to their cells and the little kid goes goes home with whomever um that is what she documents and the pictures are so powerful i've had a sneak preview of them obviously because we had to choose her as a keynote um you will not be disappointed it's an amazing show will she be showing some of her clips at she the will conference? yes so her opening keynote will be all of those um we also have uh isabel coronado jones okay uh she's going to be speaking about the indigenous population and the incarceration rates and the issues of incarceration specifically with the Native American community, which is also a very important topic that we need to address because, you know, obviously when we speak about minority communities, we mm-hmm. talk o- often about African American and Hispanic communities and the Native American community oftentimes is um, left out of that conversation. And why do you think? Why do you think? Is it because they have their own laws or... Why do you think? You know, I think that uh, in a lot of states, there isn't a lot of Native American population. And so it's not really top of mind. Here in Arizona, it is obviously because we have such a large Native American population. But in other states, there aren't as many Native American population as there are here. And I think that it's just they they um, are not necessarily in that top of mind in the communication. So what is she going to what what will she be touching on? She's going to we have a panel that is going to be talking about incarceration with Native American community. We have a, a, an ICWA specialist, and that uh, ICWA is a law that went into place back in the 1970s that had to do with Native American people being able to adopt and foster their own um, wow. their own tribe's children if something were to happen. So she'll be on that panel as well, um, and it's going to be a really amazing panel. The other thing that I wanted to mention is that we have a lot of movies that have, have called us and asked us to please be part of this conference this year because they know how important it is. So we have a movie called Trey Maison des Zon, which is about three different children and their parents being incarcerated. They're all fathers who are incarcerated. Right. And so these three little boys are obviously losing that father figure out of their lives and being raised by mothers and grandmothers. Right. Um, the movie is amazing. I've already seen it. Um, so you will have this. The, the movie, movie is going to be premiering at the conference. So they are going to be premiering nationally on PBS the week before our conference. Okay. So if you're not going to be able to catch it on PBS, um, you'll be able to see it first at our conference. Wow. And that's on Sunday night after uh, Isabel. Wow. Isadora, I'm sorry. And then um, we also have participant media who just won the Oscars for Green Book and for Roma. Okay. They are coming on Wednesday to show us a sneak pre- preview of their new movie called Orphan. And in their movie... Uh, I'm sorry, the movie is called Foster. Mm -hmm. My apologies. Um, And in that movie, they specifically have a child who witnesses their father killing their mother and goes into foster care, obviously because mother and father are both now 
not able to raise uh, raise them. So it's so exciting that we have um, participant media reaching out to us because that is a very large movie house that said, hey, you guys are doing an important thing here and we want to be a part of it. So we have so many really great things happening at this conference. And so that $400 registration fee or yeah. really 375 for right. people who are listening if you if you factor in that you've got four days and you have all of these experiences, three seventy five is a very low ticket cost. If you if you factor in all of that, all that you're getting for and, it, and all the not just so much about all the networking. My my mind is running around because you can run into people that's doing what you're doing, and 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 you know you're all uh, focusing on the same mission. What I love here, you also uh, will allow nonprofits and churches. To set up information tables. Tell yes. us about that. Um, if you are a nonprofit, um, we, we will give you a 75% discount, which is a $250 table fee. Um, you are more than welcome to come and table at our event. You would need to contact me uh, directly. You can email me at childwellbeing at asu.edu, um, and I can set that up for you. The email is childwellbeing at asu.edu, okay. and I would be more than happy to set up your exhibition table. Because that's, that's powerful because... We need to bring those resources. We do. I mean, I'm telling you right now, Father Matters will have a resource table at this event because it's powerful because we're we're working with a lot of the same people. We're hands on boots on the ground. Right. And we need to network and partner. I always tell people I can't do what you do. You can't do what I do. But together we can do it all. And if I know what you do and you know what I do and I meet somebody right. that I can only help to line A, but I know that a partnership with Vance can bring them lines B and C and maybe you meet somebody else that can bring them to D. E and F, yeah. then we're all better for that because, you know, we're all is a community rising people up. Every week we see anywhere from realistically 70 to about 90 of our customers are coming from the incarceration background. You know, we partner with halfway homes and and they come in for food boxes. They come getting their snap enrollment. Mm-hmm. They're coming to get eyeglass vouchers. They're coming to get parenting classes. And it's powerful. We, we, we're, we're starting our little clothing co- closet because a lot of them are, when they're looking for jobs, they don't have a, a, a white shirt or a tie right. or a suit. So we get them programmed. And uh, uh, in the program, we get them that clothing. Okay. And so also uh, bus cards. Because they need to get to these interviews. Mm-hmm. And then after they get the job, their first check is not coming for two weeks. So we help them with that transportation. Sometimes we run out. I, I got to gotta be honest. Right. You know, uh, but it's like it's about doing life with them. Yes. Because we can have programs and services and services and programs out of our ears. But if you're not willing to get boots on the ground, put boots on the ground and do life, walk life out with them, they're not going to trust us. They're not going to trust you. And there's so many things that so many people don't consider when you're coming out of incarceration that we take for granted. Getting a driver's license, getting a social security card, getting an apartment. Many of these people have been incarcerated and they don't have credit or they had an apartment prior to being incarcerated and either they couldn't afford their apartment anymore, they got evicted, so they can't get another apartment because people will not um, allow incarcerated people right. to rent from them. But, but, but also, not to cut you off, Melinda, we have a huge population of the of the incarceration population coming out who are dealing with back child support. Right. So they're up against the wall. Right. And so they want to know, are you going to do life with me? Yeah. 
And there's so many there's so many basic needs that need to be met immediately when they come out. And um, I was talking with Aaron Cheatham, who works with Hickman's, and Hickman's, as you know, has the reentry um, program themselves. And he was saying that when um, he brings all these people in at, uh, to their program, the first thing they want is to see their children, and that's wow. the first thing out of their mouths is when can I get my kids back? And it's like. Everybody wants you to be able to get your kids back, but there are certain things you need to do. You need to have a job, obviously. You need to be able to support them. Um, and so it's like this this feeling of desperation because you want your children as a parent. You want to be able to have them, but you also need to make sure that you know you, you have the means of taking care of them. And so these are all things that they're up against the wall as soon as they walk out the door. And so any way that any of us can help them. You know what breaks my heart, Melinda? We have you know all walks of life come to uh, Father Matters daily, weekly, okay? We will have uh, a young man, late 20s, might have just lost his job, so we had to move in with his parents, and he sees his child or children every other weekend. Society doesn't raise their eyebrows against that. But when we have young men and young women getting out of prison, getting out of jail, and when they tell us, I just want to see my children, if we listen to them, that's that hope for them. Mm-hmm. That's going to drive them to do anything and everything they have to do to turn their life around. Right. But we tell them, well, until you, like you kind of said, let's be real, until you jump through these hoops, basically. Now, you've got to, now this person who can come in who's living with a sister or a brother, brother-in-law, because they fell on hard times. We don't we don't bat our eyes at them. Right. But a person that's getting out b- before you can, you know, maybe not so much see your children, but start spending time with them. You got to have a job. You got to you got to you got to you got to you got to. And that is tearing them down. Right. See, they know that. Right. And but if we how do we merge this with CPS, with foster care community? Because they're doing awesome work, too. Correct. Um, because a lot of times the children fall into foster care. Mm-hmm. They fall into CPS hands, D, uh, DES hands. So, but how do we merge them to give that parent that, now, now you see this, you just spent three hours with your child or children. If you mess this up one more time, you won't see them at all. But at the same time, this three hours can start turning into a full day right. to you uh, overnight. You, you know, you got to walk out them processes. Yep. Exactly. And there's and the, the, pro, the, the road is long, but it's, it's long, but it's not long. And if we can help, in any way hold their hand and bring them down that road and by all coming together and getting equipped with all of this information from all of these different silos we know whose hand to pass them off to next which makes that journey so much easier and it it helps you feel not so um, desperate isn't really the word defeated it makes you it helps you feel not so defeated when you're trying to better your life right you've done your time you you um are trying to start anew but you come up against these walls and how do you not feel fatalistic? And so if we can all come together, we can all raise up out of our silos and not only help the parents, but obviously by helping the parents, we help the children. What's, what, what we found par- powerful at Father Matters, we partnered with a couple of the prisons here in Arizona. We go in 90 to 120 days before they get released. They do an intake form. We, we, we start putting all this stuff together. But you know what else is more powerful? We now get the information from the inmates of who's outside waiting for them. So we start working with the families that's out before they even get out of prison. And that's wonderful. So we're working with the grandma. We're working with the son or the daughter. We're working with the aunt, the girlfriend. See, because if we if they come back to the same environment, if they come out hanging with the same people running with the same crew, they're going to end up getting themselves back into the same right. 
situations. So it's also important that we work with the families that's receiving the inmates that's coming out. Uh huh. And then we got to change the way they think as well. Change the way the inmate think. See, we got to start working with them and merging them. And sometimes we end up helping the girlfriend or the boyfriend that's waiting for the inmate to come out who's looking for a job themselves. Right. So we can't have them come out broken and going right back to the brokenness. So we've got to help the whole family. Right. And, you know, obviously in that line of preparation, you want to make sure that they know how to deal with any family issues that come up. You want to be able to um, sometimes they might not know how to parent. Um, You know, they might have been incarcerated for so long that they haven't seen a child since it was a toddler. Maybe now they're coming out and they're dealing with a teenager. Mm -hmm. Dealing with a toddler is much different than dealing with a teenager. So they need to be equipped with so many of these things. And like you said, it's not just those who are incarcerated. It's those who are welcoming the incarcerated back into their homes. And Obviously, their children are part of that, too. Right. And we're going to have to cut some people out of our lives if we're going to take this serious. And we got to stay committed to these programs. Look, Jeremy just told me we've got about a minute left, Melinda. Once again, the National Children of Incarcerated Parents Conference. Tell us when, where, tell us what about the conference one more time, who they need to contact and where they need to go. April 14th through 17th, we're hosting it at the Renaissance Phoenix Downtown Hotel. Um, They can visit childwellbeing.asu.edu slash CIP. That's childwellbeing.asu.edu slash CIP. And if a, if a church or ministry or organization agency are interested in hosting a nonprofit table, how do they go about doing you that? You can email me, Melinda, at childwellbeing at asu.edu. Melinda, thank you so much. Time flew by so fast. It sure did. Thank you so much yes. for having me. We're looking forward to this conference. Father Matters will be there. Uh, thank you again. I really appreciate you. I'm telling you. And thank you for joining the Father Matters show. Uh, Send your questions or comments to info at fathermatters.org. Thank you to my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. See you next week at the same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you and God bless.